work? For a long time, really? and he enjoyed it. What were you looking Whoa. for? Something in a low Whoa. cut. What? Were you looking for something in a low cut bikini? Yep. He picked up a garter belt and goes, "What is this for?" Good boy. <laughs> I thought it was an upside down bra. It does look like it. <laughs> it does. I love that. For little people. <laughs> yeah. Who's driving today? Game. No, I Game. can't. I'm not turning the music off until someone brings us in. So. All right. All right. We are brought in. We're not brought in. <laughs> Pull Welcome. us in. Welcome, Welcome to, to Table, Table Talk, Talk with, with Ricky's family. family. Now we're in. AKA the Family Podcast. See, now it's fading out. Yeah. Today is what? December 22nd. Yes. Podcast number 58. Podcast number 58. Wow. It's almost Christmas time. It's almost it's someone's birthday. Yep. Tomorrow. It is someone's birthday as well. Whose birthday is today? Shout out Father Jengdahl. Oh, yeah. Recurring Ooh. guest on the podcast. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy I think Matt has a story about I just, that uh, family. I was at an appearance at uh, the Minnesotan in White Bear yesterday. It was making Tom and Jerry's. And a cute couple came up and said, uh, the, the female said, I am the mother of the father. And this is the father of the father. And I gave them a blank stare trying to compute what in the heck they were talking about. And then pieced it together. <laughs> he thought he should were... be letting them in the back room yeah, or right. something. Is this, some <laughs> code? is this some kind of secret code? And then realized that that, that was uh, Father Jengal's uh, parents. And they were Ooh. very charming, cute couple. And uh, they said they enjoy listening to the podcast. But I also asked them, what's it like having a priest for a son during Christmas? <laughs> You know, you got Christmas Eve, then there's Christmas Mass. I said, does he ever show up for anything? Is he ever? Yes, he shows up, and then he sleeps. Oh. <laughs> so well, I'm just like him then. Are they from know? that area, the White Bear area? Does anyone know? I do not know. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. remember. I don't know where they. I don't know where they grew up, well, but they must be somewhat so, close. Right. Well, or maybe they just came to see you. That's true. No. Oh. I don't remember. I'm sure they just came no. to see me. Peep, that happens. No. Well, anyway, it was funny because I sent a text to uh, Father Jengdahl, and I said, met your parents today. Cute couple. They are very proud of you. He responded with, they have low standards in their children, <laughs> at least their sons. And I said, at least you are at peace with that. And he said, ha, ha, ha. So happy uh, happy birthday to, uh, happy what birthday. is it, 60? What, what is he, 60? Yeah, he looks pretty old, doesn't he? <laughs> No, he's a youthful, no. youthful. Uh, uh, Nowhere uh, near there. Priest, happy and then, birthday! And then we have your birthday tomorrow. The best Christmas present my parents ever got yep. was my uh, my birth and the uh, December twenty third, nineteen sixty eight. So insert eye roll. That's disgusting. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm you sure guys are really... your siblings have probably hated you ever since that happened. <laughs> when the you're the year an... that mom was gone for Christmas. Ooh. Yeah. That's when tough. you're the anointed one and the favorite of both parents, that's just the way it is, and they've had to deal with that. You so. know, I have to deal with that every day because I'm mom and dad's favorite. No. Yes, I am. You think you are? I'm yeah, because he doesn't get in trouble at all. No, St. Gabriel. I hope that you all, each of you, think that you're our favorite. No, I know that I am. I am the favorite. Because <laughs> I stay out of trouble and I'm funny. I stay out of trouble, too. No, you don't. We should. You and McLaren are full of trouble. Oh, my gosh. McLaren and her nope. sayings and Gabe and his burping. Uh, we should mention that we are all here. Plus one. Haley yeah. is here oh, visiting true. from... Uh, Hello. The place where she currently lives. It's not home because Boston is never home. No. This is home for, for both of you guys. So place we currently reside. Yes. yes. So welcome, Haley. Thank you. And go. No. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <You're panicked>. <laughs> no. <laughs> Haley is taking lead on the podcast yes. today. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, yep, Christmas just around the corner. We can review who had anything uh, exciting happen to them this week other than meeting Father Zhengdahl's parents. I was sick pretty yeah. much all week. Oh, okay. um, we know. Yeah. Believe me. Missed a couple of days of work, and then I had a my five-year high school reunion last night. Ooh, That's fun. eventful. Yeah, Ooh, it was actually hell. very fun. We were at a brewery, 12, what was it? 12 no. Ciders. 12 Ciders. Right, yeah. Really cool. I mean, all the breweries, I feel like, are so cool mm -hmm. and unique. Yeah. Um, this was literally all cider. Oh, yum. Yeah, it was yeah, really fun. cool. I really liked it. So, yeah, and we had a really we nice turnout. So no. the reunions can be, like, just awkward, but it was actually a really nice night. So, Yeah, you started high school a decade ago. Yeah, that's sad. You're so old. I am. I'm an old woman. <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah. Number 12 really? cider. Hip warehouse-like locale oh, yeah. offering 16 taps of house cider with wood-fired pizza from a food truck. 
on Fifth uh, Street in Minneapolis. North Lou? Yeah. Yeah. North Fifth Street. Nice. Did you have food at it? Um, they had pizzas, but they're from the food truck. That yeah, they yeah. Just oh. it was good, but they just didn't have enough. Gotcha. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Um, uh, so reunion. What about you across the table there, Matthew? I'm on day 11 of not having a a bite of meat. Oh my god! What day, a life day I live. six for me. How are you alive? It's been great. I've tried a lot of new foods that I would not have tried otherwise, and I'm very happy I have. The I had Chipotle yesterday. Me and Haley went to Chipotle, and I I tried the sofritas, which is chopped What's tofu okay. with. Poblano peppers and some other spices and whatnot, and it it's almost the texture of ground beef, sort of like runnier ground beef because it's, okay. it's got a lot of, I don't know, kind of sauce. It was fantastic. Really, I normally get chicken burritos, uh, but I was so happy with this. Did you have that in a burrito? Yeah, or as I got a bowl? it in a burrito. Okay, with black beans and and whatnot. So it was a really really good Ugh. burrito. And if you had it, you wouldn't. It, like, it's not better or worse than a chicken burrito. I'd like, rather, it's right on par with I'd it. I'd rather not have any meat. No, you would. You would rather have this. I promise you. I don't you. think so. I, I don't like It's tofu. fantastic. It tastes... You've never had it, so... I have had tofu. You had a piece of blank tofu, which is just spongy, flavorless... <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't tofu need is. it again. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, Isn't it like a I would recommend it. So, uh, 11 days of yep. not, no meat. Mom's going on six days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haley, you've tried this as well, correct? <laughs> yep. Uh, I did it for three days. Okay. Almost died. I couldn't. I didn't eat protein for literally three days. Oh. It was terrible. I couldn't breathe. I ate meat and I was fine. Okay. So do not recommend. That's my gal. That's my gal over there. That's the key. Brannick did the same thing, and it's you have to eat protein. You have to eat enough protein. But I don't like beans or tofu. Well, then Ooh. don't find something else. There's a million you things like that have beans? protein. No. I didn't know that about Sophia, you. Sophia, you should be chiming in here. Beans. with Sophia's half high asleep. in protein. Oh, yeah. She's very tired. Yeah. You know all the food. Broccoli so, has a lot of protein. True. Oh. Sophia, or, but also yeah. just protein shakes. Like, I drink a couple protein shakes a day. You are so about your protein shakes. Oh, well, you're like muscle man. Is, no, they're, protein shakes are, I mean, you're, you're right. You do need protein if you... What? Exclude meat, you're you're lacking, so yeah. you do have to find it other ways. It's because his brother that's like 10 years younger than him is getting bigger than him, so we've got to try and put on the pounds, yeah. <laughs> I'm shredding right now. Uh, I was going to say, Sophia has a picture of the chipotle sofritas. Does yeah, it, it not look like ground beef? Like it, uh, I would have that yeah. for sure. Uh, it's fantastic. Here, Wait, try it. The issue that I really have is like... Yeah, that looks good, but when I put it in my mouth, I'm going to think, too. like, oh, this is not what I want it to be. This is fake meat, well, and then, then I just, psych myself out. You're just out. weak mentally. Yeah. So you're uh, yeah. a weak person. <laughs> That's fair. You know, <laughs> last night we went out, and I had, um, uh, my meal was polenta cakes, kind of, um, mixed with corn, with Brussels sprouts and uh, mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And normally I I have not loved polenta, so I wasn't sure about if I was going to like it or not. Yeah. But I love everything else. Mm-hmm. So I was like, even if I just have the Brussels sprouts and the mushrooms, right. I'm a happy camper. And it was so good. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I tried it. It was really good. Yeah. Mine was good as well. Huh. Veggie grinder at Longfellow. Um, yeah. But the uh, polenta can, right, can tend to be dry and like a cornbread. <laughs> Well, yeah. or it's mushy and flavorless. Right. But yours was cooked perfect. I've had perfect, it like huh? that too. Oh, well, it was so good. We're, uh, I'm ha- I'm happy with how things have gone so far. So I would recommend people try it. It's fun. This, you try things that you wouldn't have tried before. I'm I'm enjoying the challenge. Every time I go somewhere, I'm like, shoot, I'm gonna break it. I'm gonna eat meat, and then I don't. And then you're like, all right, sweet, so I can do this. So it could be a test tomorrow I night. I was gonna say because we are going out for Dad's birthday, and we're going to a burger restaurant. Mm-hmm. So sure I don't know. Have, tomorrow night, you guys, yeah, their menu does not have vegetarian options. I bet it will. Their menu really is not. really good with good burgers, juicy mm-hmm. meat burger, like Ooh, from a yum. cow. Uh, it's also become even more difficult because Haley is on a mission to get me to eat meat. <laughs> she drops hints constantly. She'll like randomly text like "eat meat," <laughs> and then now you guys are dad, especially I, is yeah, like I'm, you have to eat meat. Yeah. Now, I, do you? Okay, but this is all as a result of watching Game Changers, the documentary we talked about in prior podcasts. Yeah. But 
are, are, is it for you? Are you trying to do a lifestyle change where you never want to eat meat again, <laughs> or is it a game to see how long you can hold out? Or what's your mostly goal? that? Mostly, I just like the challenge, like the just challenge your willpower. Like, did, can I actually not eat meat for that long? Did, no. Didn't Brannick make it two weeks? Uh, right around there. So yeah. you need but to then be he got the flu weeks. and pneumonia. Yeah, because your your immune system <laughs> right. shuts down right. if you don't have protein. Uh, no, it's mostly a challenge. I mean, obviously, in the movie Game Changers, there's the clear health benefits and whatnot. I don't care too much about it. Like, I'll probably be fine either way. Uh, but I don't know. It's kind of fun. To just so see what's how far really go. going on here is Matthew's not eating meat when we're around, and when we're mm-hmm. not. He's got the hard salami in right. his room no, and he's just right. chowing down on. That just defeats the whole purpose. I'm doing it for like test my own willpower of not eating meat. What you is see, your? What the, is? Oh, go ahead, Gabe. The thing is, I've seen videos of people that made it to like 112, and everything mm-hmm. like that. They all like like smoking, drinking, eating no. whatever they want. Ooh. Yes, this is, uh, this is just every time that happens where it's like. Marianne made it to 105. What's your secret? Russia. Like, I smoke a pack of cigs and a chocolate <laughs> bar and day. Diet Coke. And it's like, these people probably didn't. They're just screwing around with everyone. <laughs> She's probably never smoked a day in her life. Do you Parks. remember the 112-year-old uh, World War II veteran? I know Dad knows who he is. Oh. Yeah. He was a guy. Zamperini? He, no. No. He, he literally sat on his porch the entire day yeah. drinking whiskey and smoking a cigar. The entire day. Well, he didn't eat meat, though. He, he might have <laughs> eaten meat. He probably did. I bet he did. What is your goal, Mom? You're on day six. Is your goal to... I think it's healthier. Oh, you yeah. can't. I, 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 I can't deny that. It is healthier to eat less meat, but it's just... And I, I mean, I can fully confess, I'm not a huge meat eater to begin with. Right. That's true. So I don't see it as a sacrifice not to have meat. Um, but the issue for me is more, you need to have your meat with every single dinner or it's not a dinner. Yeah. We're making, and that's really hard to try to appease that. And like the other night I said, okay, I made a meal, but I had to make chicken on the side for you and Gabe and you, you both included chicken with your meal. The girls did not. Um, then we were having uh, black bean burgers and I offered to make you a regular burger. Yes. You you literally took an hour to eat the black bean burger, <laughs> pretended to like it, and you choked down everything. Right it's not gross, though. It's not gross. <laughs> I love the sandpaper burger. It was fantastic. Oh my no, God. It was, no, it wasn't. It was not that it, I told you, and I was honest with you, it was not that bad. Yeah, but, Dad, but why did it concept. take? It's the concept. It's the texture. Okay. And that's, not, that's where you guys are just weak. I feel I, that. It, I, I, I liked the burger. The spi- It was a spicy black bean burger. I liked it, but it well, it was weird because it's like, I want this to be a burger. It's not, and it's hard. It's good. But once you think it's about just it, food. The, like, things that are in the black bean burger are, like, natural, whatever. And, like, the burger that's real is, like, flesh from a... Animal. Yeah, and it's good. Yeah, it's yeah, really it tastes good. good. There's, <laughs> you guys ever heard of David Goggins? No. no. All right, I won't go in on him, but he's. I think I've showed you him before. But his one of his things is he. Uh, it's like embrace the suck. Like find something. Like seek out discomfort. Yeah, find army. something that. Yeah, he was. He mm. was. I like embrace comfort. the sucks. Uh, army motto. Yeah, like you want to find something that makes you uncomfortable, or find something that's like goes against everything you you like I, I need to be eating meat it's like then don't eat meat see how long, how long you can go or like in the because shower in the morning, in that. turn on do like a cold shower instead of a hot shower just because oh. it sucks oh god no David Goggins is an American ultra marathon runner ultra distance cyclist triathlete motivational speaker and speaker. author a retired US Navy SEAL and former United States Air Force tactical air control party member who served in the war in Afghanistan and Iraq. So he's an underachiever. All he does is just, (laughs) he does the most amazing stuff. I bet he's got some good stories. Yeah, he's insane. Well, for me, it really is, it's, I have to be retrained because I'm set in my ways. I know that I could, I could do it. I just, I don't have the desire. I don't think you can do it. You don't think I can? It's a matter of, you just, 
people are always like, oh, I'll try it tomorrow. Like, I'll, I'll start after this. That, yeah. oh, just stop. Start tomorrow. Just stop no, right now. No, and that's what Dad said. Well, we'll start after the New Year. Yeah, I said, we no, we're right. starting right, right now. now. Full throttle. Why are we going to start after the New Year? I no. Like, I need to be retrained. <laughs> no, you don't. Just stop. Right. 2020. Boom, done. Here we go. All right. Retrained. Full force. We've had enough of our meatless right. lingo. Like, whole podcast would be this. <laughs> it really, back for me, it really has a lot less to do with the meat thing like that's just irrelevant i just like the challenge of doing something i'm just I'm not mentally used to. tough and perfect do you yeah. <laughs> do either one of you including Haley, all three did you guys feel different or did it not make a difference I as far Ill. as like <laughs> yeah we're ending this topic yeah. now yeah. It's, oh, we, my workouts we've talked felt about easier. it for like 30 minutes really yeah. i don't feel I'm anything moving different on. it's okay. actually like okay. 10 all right. All right. Um, Moving on. McLaren. McLaren. We you- have some reviews. I'm going to read one, and Matthew is going to read one. Um, here is the first one. This was an email sent to us. I've been a longtime listener of Garage Logic, first on AM 1500 and now on the podcast. I have three children who love a story at bedtime. After we run through the typical stories, read out of a book, they've always asked for an encore. For several years, that encore was always the latest episode of Garage Logic. About nine months ago, I decided Put to put them right to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About nine months ago, I decided to go with an episode of Table Talk instead of the typical GL episode. Ever since that day, the kids have not only requested, but in some instances, demanded that they listen to Table Talk. Sunday nights used to be a depressing night because it was the end of the weekend, but now it's filled with excitement because of the newest Table Talk episode dropping. Thanks for sharing your family with mine. It's great to have a clean and honest podcast for kids to listen to that's both entertaining and informational. Your guys will forever be remembered in our family as the Encore story. Keep up the great work. Um, So Owen, Miles, and Henry, thank you. For um, listening names. to oh, that's so sweet. us. Yeah, isn't that? And McLaren cries again. I'm not <laughs> crying. <laughs> Owen, Miles, and Henry. Henry, yeah. Hi, guys. What up? Thanks yeah. for choosing our podcast yeah. and listening to our dad show. Because yeah. you guys must be awesome. We don't s- listen to our dad show. <laughs> Stay in school and study hard so you're not doing a podcast when you're 15 years old. Okay, guys? So I thought that was really cute. That's Very really nice. nice. We're an encore. Love it. We're an encore. All right. I have uh, an email as well. This one's from, from Virginia, from a person named Virginia, not the state. Sweet Virginia. Yep. It's meat. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it's always been sweet Virginia. It's meat Virginia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my whole life is so All right, it says, good morning, podcast family. Since you're going to talk about me on your podcast, I thought I would at least introduce myself. I'm the friend that told Karen. Well, I'm guessing that's who you were talking about, about your podcast. Yes, that's the lady that I work with that informed me of Virginia. Okay. I'm a longtime Garage Logic listener, and I've really enjoyed your podcast this last year. I have four children, ages 26, 23, 20, and watch out, Gabe, a ninth grade amazing girl. Applications. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we go to St. Mark's. Yes, your nativity rival. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Uh, I hear your family go through what our family goes through all the time, yet we're very different. I would never get a dog. Way too much work. <laughs> She's right about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not big on all this social media stuff, so I never really check in with you, but I'm listening and, as you know, spreading the word about your work. A few things. Love the spice idea. Going to use that as a gift. Oh, sorry if the gift person's listening. Uh, thank you for calling Father when you have questions. West Point is an awesome place to visit, so take Gabe. Absolutely love Jack's, uh, and the date menu is awesome. Talking about nice. Jack's Cafe. Keep, please go. keep up your podcast. Praying for you, Virginia. Appreciate so it. So nice. Thank yeah, you. people are nice. Sweet Virginia. We've, we've been getting more emails lately, uh, which is very fun. Uh, and there's also, I think we can ask for, if, when people send emails, I would be interested if people have like specific things that would like to hear more. If there's yeah. certain types of topics that we've talked about or certain uh, segments that we've done that you enjoyed, mm-hmm. let us know so we can do more of those. Because we're sort of, a lot of times, just operating in the dark, doing what we think would be fun. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to know more of what people actually like to hear. Yeah, because the podcast is evolving. It's dynamic. It's always changing. And it, we we love to get that feedback. And uh, we want you to listen. And then we want you to tell, during Christmas, tell everybody at the place that you're at about the family podcast. Yeah. Just to give it a shot. If you hate it, that's 
I always tell people because a lot of people listen from Garage Logic, and a couple people have said, "Sorry, uh, not for me," and they felt bad. But I said, "That's okay. It's not supposed to be Garage Logic. This is not uh, current events, uh, politics." podcast it's just about family and if you want to eavesdrop on our family you can and kind of piggybacking off of that i feel like people that have kids around our age are going to be a lot more not that it's limited to that but a lot more engaged with the podcast just because like virginia said they she sees similarities between our family and their family right and then if you are young and you are a millennial and the youth of America. Oh, you hate everything. <laughs> you don't do anything right. <laughs> oh, heavens to Murgatroyd. Oh, heavens. So thank you for that feedback. Uh, we really appreciate it. Who's next? We're going to do this uh, This article I have. Okay. All right. This is from LinkedIn. Haley sent this to me, actually. So Haley contributing a topic. Uh, I guess this is something that LinkedIn does each year. They release this article. It's called 20 Big Ideas That Will Change Your World in 2020. And they have a bunch of their editors at LinkedIn kind of compile this list based on sort of trends going on around the world. So we're going to go through the 20 here. Uh, and each some of them are a little more controversial than others. Um, they're not like political, but they're just in the way the world works. I don't like politics uh, on my your, podcast. your day-to-day. So um, – are people ready for this? I'm yes. ready. Uh, I just want to say, I think we already kicked it off with the no meat. Yeah. Part of it, That's I think. That's yeah. yeah. For real? Yes. No meat in 2020. Okay, so no. we, we're getting by that one. Yeah. Are we ready for this, people? Yes. yes. I don't know that we are. Uh, first one, the perk professionals will want most is time. So this is talking about flexible work. Flexible work is no longer an allowance made for employees. It's a demand for all. So mm-hmm. they're saying... The conventional. Having, yeah, specific office hours and whatnot is going away and having just a more flexible working period. I okay. love that idea. I think that everyone benefits from that, the employers, the employees. If you're working on your time when, when you know that's best for you, you're going to be way more productive. Yeah. Well, and I, I would agree. I think a lot of the hip places are kind of doing more like that or giving a lot of their – employees the option to work from home too which i think is also super nice yeah like i wouldn't be able to come home for christmas if my place right. wasn't so yeah i think that's really smart yeah can you do a portion of your work uh at home yeah Haley? yeah oh, i'm working can. from home this whole week so really nice okay that's nice yeah this this talks about to a lot of companies switching to four-day work weeks as well mm-hmm. and how i know there's a lot of companies have done sort of tests as far as how does productivity change Microsoft was one of them. Yeah, and they found that doing four-day work week, they're so much more productive on those four days because they're happy with having the three days off, and they're the work. They have to be more focused on those four days, and it just, just leads to more productivity. And then another thing they found is that people stopped needing to take vacation because they they got so much fulfillment out of having three days off in a row mm-hmm. that they didn't need as much vacation then. Mm-hmm. Now, are they knocking out? Is it four? 10-hour work days, or are we just knocking out? Well, that's, I think, what's changing, though, is you don't need to say, like, you have to be here 10 hours. Get your work done in those four days. Get what you need done. Okay. And at Microsoft, it was not a 10-hour work day. It was still a regular work day. So they just knocked out eight hours and said, you can get your... And then they obviously responded to crunching in those four days of eight hours, they got their work done. Well, Mm -hmm. kind of on top of that, I feel like Fridays... At these new trendier places to work, they have like fun things that go on yeah. on Friday. So it's not like you are working, but it's a lot more fun. And like there's happy hour, or in the morning there's mimosa bar, and they're doing right. activities. So it's like fun and festive place to yeah, be. Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so that's the first one. Uh, number two, the streaming wars will suffer their first casualties. So this is talking about all of these different streaming services that launch. So Apple, Disney, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, HBO, Peacock from NBC. Uh, that one's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Bye bye. I predict Peacock's gone. It just launched like a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it's gonna be gone. Yeah, it's Bye-bye. NBC. No, no, nope. gone. gone. They already have NBC. They, ha- they don't need Peacock. They have. Uh, what are, don't they have the Office? Yeah, on the it? Office. So they're gonna. Everyone's gonna pay for it yeah. just to have the Office. <laughs> Screw the Office. I would pay ten dollars a month just to watch the Office. That's sad. It's nope. that good. No, it's uh, not. The, me and Brannick <laughs> were talking about this the other day, though. 
having so many of these services now, it's basically we're just back at cable TV, and these are all like different channels. Well, right, and, and isn't it pay as you go? It's pretty much a la carte yeah. instead of Comcast or right. Uh, I just pay for seven streaming services and pay seventy bucks a month now. It's like, right, but so, it's five ninety nine here, five ninety nine. Who there. are they predicting is gone? They didn't predict. They they just said they're going to either see consolidation. Mm-hmm. Like I could see like Apple buying Netflix or some something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, because uh, Apple needs to spend some of their money soon here. And so, I mean, I could see them buying Netflix or maybe uh, one of the other streaming services just for their content. Because at Peacock. this point, uh, <laughs> it's interesting, too, that, like, so Disney has launched yeah. and they're doing their own content and whatnot. And now Netflix's original uh, sort of what uh, advantage was that they had, the like, the technology, their algorithms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And now it's becoming who can produce the best content. And who has the best shows? Right. Yeah. And companies like Disney have already proved that they know how to make a Do show that, that people love. Right. Netflix is already Yoda. in trouble because, yeah, I mean, Baby Yoda but is already. But some of the ne- things Netflix has done, I mean, they put out good stuff too. So, but they're just bleeding money because they're spending billions and billions on just average shows oh, okay. and buying shows to be on yeah. there. They don't make any money. Like the, gotcha. the office now is I'm leaving. Like they're losing yeah. all these shows. They paid a billion dollars to keep what? Like friends on or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Like a billion dollars to keep one show on. Yeah. That's you're going to fail. Well, I don't even really use Netflix that much anymore. See? Right. I love Amazon <laughs> and Hulu are my go to's right now. Yeah. I like YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, we'll move quickly through this one. <laughs> we'll begin the climate change countdown to 2030 because 2030 is the date a lot of these companies Woo-hoo. have said, like, we're going to be climate neutral and countries have said we're going to be climate neutral and stuff. So it's going to start being like, all right, are you guys actually doing it or not? Right. Uh, and so we'll get the Okay, wait, but here's, here's the thing I have to say. With, like, all the people planting trees, like, have you guys heard of that? Elon. No. Yeah, like Elon Musk, like Mr. Beast. There's a bunch yeah. of companies and stuff where you donate money. And a company just hit 20 million trees. Mm-hmm. That's for sure got to change something if all these people are planting millions of trees. Yeah, I feel like it's a longer-term solution, though. You won't see much I feel like quick the climate's doing good. All right, number four. The climate's going to change on its own. Governments may have to treat res- reskilling the K-12 education. It's a weird way to say it. Uh, they're saying they're going to have to change how what they're teaching in schools for K through 12, just because the, the jobs that people are getting now are changing so much. They with, should change. I feel like it's been the same for so long, and we're in a different world now. Even textbooks are so outdated, and it's like we don't even wow. use textbooks. What, what, what does that What does that mean? Well, though, I think education wise, that so they're talking about a lot of uh, they talk about like oh jo- robots are taking jobs and more automation and whatnot. I think they're probably going to have to start like kids are going to start learning to code really young, like mm-hmm. first grade they should start learning how to code. So upgrading yeah, I, the I, lesson I that, plans and the. The, itinerary yeah, for the skills that they're learning. Well, and they're trying to bring a lot more. They call that like STEAM. It's like science, technology, engineering. Yeah. We're aware. Math, math, math. Yeah. math. But I can't remember what the A is. They added an A in there now. It's it went it's from academics. STEM. Oh, is it? And now it's STEAM. Oh, really? So they're oh. trying to get that more integrated in schools. It's just trying to find the time to do all of that. Is yeah. hard. I, at yeah. my school, we have a. At like an elective that I take that we learn how to use all the Adobe products. That so that's really kind of cool. like the best class yeah, you could ever smart. take. I, it's not a fun class, but I'm <laughs> taking it. I'm Literally, if you are in high school or younger right now, if I had one piece of advice, learn Photoshop and Illustrator. Well, it hasn't done me any good because Matthew has not hired me for anything <laughs> yet. Well, I didn't have anybody to hire me either. I went and found people. <laughs> yeah, I've tried and I got denied. By mom and dad. So who cares what they say? Do it with. I can't have you moving out to Boston right now. I can't drive anywhere. Don't tell your parents. Just get hired to do things. It's on the computer. Why would you drive somewhere? Because I can't work anywhere. If I can't drive anywhere, work at home. All right. What am I going to work at home? Photoshop. Hey Sophia. Welcome to the podcast. Five. What are are your thoughts on education? Five. Here, Sophia can comment on this one. Okay. We'll talk more openly about mental health in the workplace. <laughs> Depression and anxiety alone can cost the global economy a trillion dollars in lost productivity every year, according to the World Health Organization. So they're going to need to provide. And I think that one ties in with the work week 
like having a four-day mm-hmm. work week and a better balance and whatnot. Four, four days, days and here's your Prozac. Yeah. Mental, okay, but mental health. Uh, oh, my God. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Next one. Mental, no. mental next health one. in the workplace. What does that mean? Depression and anxiety. He yeah. just said that. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, how far do you go? What do you mean, how far do you they're go? They're just saying they're going to start talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Because like, people don't want to talk about mental health. You know? Hashtag normalize mental health. I do think that's changing, though. It yeah, is. because that's the millennials are doing that work oh, to normalize youth. mental the health. Youth. It's your generation that doesn't think mental. mental. It's health not normal real. to be like, oh my god, like I, I can't be with you. This what? is it's like that's not a normal thing to do. I don't know. What? Like it's not a normal. <laughs> Wait, explain that. You're no. saying no. You're saying that they're normalizing mental health. Like, what does normalizing that, if you're no, screwed no, up in the head, like you're no. screwed up in the head. <laughs> they're normalizing talking about mental health. Yeah, issues. like, it's That's okay not what to McLaren talk. Said. Yeah. Nor- when somebody says normalizing mental health, it means, like, saying that it's okay to talk about people's mental okay health and if sad. people need help. Yeah, but that's, like, when has that never been a thing? It's okay to be sad. It's like, oh, you're depressed? Like, oh, I can't talk to you. (laughs) The Asian century will dawn under a dark cloud. In 2020, Asian economies will be larger than the rest of the world combined for the first time since the 19th century. Asia will be home to half of the world's middle class. The world's center of gravity is undoubtedly shifting east. But this Asian century could start off unsteady. Why do you have a picture of Kim Jong Un? That's kind of scary. So I, talking, talking about China, is that China? This is, I mean, this is That's India, China, China Russia, Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just the Asian con- continent is growing at such rapid paces with population. There, I mean, technology is all focused over there, so they're going to be a lot more important than uh, they have been in the last few hundred years. Well, mm-hmm. we're the most important. No. We're not going to be. <laughs> Okay, uh, here we go. Number seven, we will hash out the meaning of meat. Meat oh. alternatives are making friends among consumers oh. and enemies in industry. Yes. Several agricultural U.S. states have passed laws restricting the use of words such as meat, burger, or milk to only animal products. Livestock industry has pushed similar proposals before the U.S. Congress and European Commission. The beef isn't trivial. The market for meat alternatives could be worth $140 billion by the end of the decade. I like meat. The real game changer. Hey, game changer. Nice. Within the next 10 years, the arrival of cultured meat. Beef, pork, and chicken grown in labs from animal cells without slaughter. No. What the hell? No. That changes our very relationship to food and farming, and everyone in the business will be watching. That's fake. Like, I'd rather eat it from a cow than have it grown in a freaking lab. But imagine the environmental impact that would have on the world. You saw in Game Changers talking about the amount of land being used and the water. water. To raise cattle. Water bottles for some meat. So you're going to eat meat that was grown in a lab from animals? I don't. Don't eat meat. So you're, you're eating meat that was grown in the body of a cow. Yeah, like I'd it, rather have it there exactly. than I, in a lab where people are just like putting stuff yeah. together to be like, oh, yep, it's all clean we're making a hamburger controlled. right here. <laughs> hamburger. I don't think that the Catholic Church would like that. Hmm. I don't know. What I don't know. Say about it. Yeah, That's, I don't know. I just you're starting to mess with. There's karma messing there. with. Yeah, no, karma's I didn't, fake. I what? didn't even think about that. But what happens when the meat starts moving and it's not supposed to? And it, you're oh. like, oh my god! <laughs> 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 no, it's gonna be like the meat when the robots will when they mess up when they mess up the meat and the meat is living and you're oh you guys are you guys. Oh, this is great. I'm so happy we have this on tape. I mean, that's the best part about this podcast. We can go back in 10 years and listen to you rambling idiots on the podcast. <laughs> the meat might come alive. The burger's alive. It was, alive. It was what a are you joke. talking about? I it was, could, though, if people are oh, messing yes, around I, in a lab. I saw it in a movie once. It doesn't, a burger doesn't just grow legs and start walking off It does plate. if it's made in a lab. <laughs> yeah, if someone does. messes up in a lab, it could it goes you become mutant. You yeah. can't yes. just accidentally no. mess up and the burger's a living thing. Now. You don't know that. <laughs> I do know that. If it's grown from animal cells, it's not going to grow a heart, like like a respiratory system or whatever. It like, could. No. This is the craziest thing ever that you would think a burger could just come alive. You guys, if you're taking animal, like live animal cells and you're making burger, like... You're making a burger with a live animal cell? It could you're, come bur- alive. Okay, you realize that burgers... 
are literally made of animal cells. Live animal cells. A regular burger is literally animal cells. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you eat like that? That's fine it's with me. Damn it, good. It good yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't, but that's what it is. So now you want to eat a burger? Yeah. <laughs> I changed my mind tomorrow <laughs> night. I'm not eating that. Well, I am. it'll be interesting. Mom's Number eight. Capital, capitalism will be put on the stand. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm a capitalist. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. There's no way (laughs) capitalism is ever going away. That made me look up for my phone. The system of making capitalism work well for most people is broken. No, this quote doesn't come from the U.S. Democratic presidential candidate, Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. It's from a viral LinkedIn article by Ray Dalio, a hedge fund manager and American billionaire. The world is approaching a big paradigm shift. This has this gives us a couple options, two options. Option one, capitalism reforms itself. As promised in an August statement signed by 181 prominent CEOs, businesses should serve the needs of their stakeholders and abandon short-termism and work to improve society, not just profit from it. Huh. So they're just saying companies need to do more rather than just optimize for profit, but optimize for the lives of everybody involved in the business, which is good. Option two, voters and the governments they bring in will take matter into their own hands. And that's going to be where you head down the the path of if you're electing a socialist or something like that. If you elect a socialist, you're not the best. McLaren, don't make shush like that. Go next. (laughs) Number nine, Japan will open its doors as it prepares to host the 2020 Summer Olympic Games. Lit. Love the Olympics. I swear Uh, the Olympics only happen like once every eight years. When I was younger, but now it's like every, every four. year. It's yep. every four years. It no. trades between winter and summer. Every year it's the Olympics, I swear. Well, Japan has traditionally been very closed to the rest of the world, and they are becoming to they're, – they're allowing a lot more people in. Okay. Huh. I, I just watched a documentary about that. Did you? It followed the life of an immigrant in Japan, and they, it was like the process of him getting in there and actually being able to live like with the people. It's very interesting. Hmm. Number 10, facial recognition will grow more ubiquitous and more hotly debated. Facial recognition tech seems to be everywhere these days. It's being used to determine buyer intent in a show home in Australia. Interesting. Take attendance of office workers in Indonesia and even surveil school children's attention span in China. Mm. A facial recognition algorithm has become the gatekeeper to jobs at some of America's biggest corporations. The technology is in at least 17 U.S. airports. Uh, and the French government is readying a smartphone app that will require citizens to log in with their face to access a range of public services. Wow. That's a little scary. Huh. That's yeah. really <laughs> oh, scary. God. Did we talk about that before? Yeah, we talked about the, the they were in- using it to monitor children's yeah. health in China yes. at school. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. It's that's just the scary. accountability that's going to come along with it. You can't be BSing or skirting the rules as much. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like too much government control. I just yeah. don't care for that at all. It's scary because the the power <laughs> and how far they can go, and you don't you want some uh, privacy, mm-hmm. not yeah. privacy, but some personal. Mm-hmm. Well, this says this space. transformation took hold with little public debate until Hong Kong protesters brought the issue front and center. If we don't draw a line in the sand, this invasive technology will become a ubiquitous part of our lives with Boy. devastating effects for human life. I agree. I don't like that at all. Yeah. I think we'll probably get it <clears throat> under wraps. It's kind of creepy. Don't they already have stuff like this here? I mean, yeah. It's like, they'll have travel yeah. cameras. Or, yeah. My phone yeah. uses facial recognition. It does. It does? That's how we unlock our phones. Yeah. Oh, scans our face. If you have, like, a um, updated millennial yeah. phone. I, I don't have that. What so. am I looking like today? <laughs> Mine doesn't do it. The back of my phone has started to fall off. So Good. Sounds, Sounds like a personal yeah. problem. Yeah. So I didn't I even drop it recently. Number so I heard it drop this morning in the car. But that's, <laughs> that's not that's not that's not far. That's like oh, I dropped it on the seat. Get on. The age of the entrepreneur king will end. Mm, the collapse see. of WeWork has reminded us all that there is more to a business than a good story. NYU's Scott Galloway predicts a fifty plus percent decline in the value of privately traded unicorns in twenty twenty. The unicorn is a, a startup that's reached a billion dollars in Thank you. worth. Or value. Because it never happens. <laughs> yeah. That's so rare. They call them unicorns. Yeah. Uh, consumer companies posing as tech, software as a service companies, shout <laughs> yep. out Aereo, yep. uh, have replaced profits and margin with vision and growth. 
We so, have not. We have <clears throat> uh, we have profit actually. Is this uh powered? Is this saying that you won't be successful anymore? It's saying that drop? these companies need to actually make money. That's essentially what they're saying. So, None of these big companies make any money. They so all lose money. So you're in the clear. Yeah. I mean, we work, they're losing hundreds of millions of dollars every month. Billions of dollars a year. How low? Spending it. They had billions of dollars to spend because people gave them billions of dollars. SoftBank. Yeah, I don't get Masayoshi-san. It's yeah. called investing. Yep. Yeah, I don't get that. Matthew was trying to explain it to me the it's, other day. There's, there's nothing not out. to get. Here's, it's like, here's all my money. Now do something. Yep. That's and that's exactly yeah. how it works. Yeah. And then you give them back that money when and you your company. you'll give them more money it's than like, what they give you. Why wouldn't you? I just want to yeah, keep just... my money, though, because it's mine. Yeah. You can't grow it. Yeah, you bury it. Huh? I like my money. Uh, I like spending money. That's uh, why you're a good investor. I like my money Let's right see. where I can see it. Ain't it up in my closet. All right. Don't I skipped a couple of them that had to do with startup companies, but like this that. is number 14. Your ability to focus will be your most important skill. If you found yourself mindlessly scrolling through your Instagram feed at work without even remembering how you got there, you're not alone. In a study from learning platform Udemy, two-thirds of workers admitted to looking at their phones for at least an hour out of their workday. This is costing us and our employees dearly. Each time employees reach for their phone or tend to a distraction, they're pulled away from their work relentlessly. Uh, Hundreds of billions of dollars are lost in the U.S. alone. Although distractions aren't necessarily your fault, they are your responsibility. So your ability to focus is going to be your biggest asset. I don't really look at my phone at work, but that's because, like, my I'm job. I'm a teacher. Yeah. But, but yeah. your job's way more engaged than yeah. most people. You can't yes. slack off as most people as have the option to. But I do find myself, like, when I come home, I'll go on my phone to do something, and then I get so distracted that I'll close my phone, and I'm like, I didn't do the thing that I went on my phone for. Yeah. That's the story of my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or whenever I'm dr- going to try and study, it's like, oh, this looks cool. Like, I might have to play with this for a little bit. And then an hour later, I haven't studied anything, and I'm still <laughs> sitting there on my phone. Look at Maybe you should face. be giving yeah. your phone to your parents. Hey, yeah, let's try that one. I went through my finals not looking at a single book, and as of right now, I've only gotten A's. Well, not a good like verification on that. <laughs> So yeah. I rolled two games. All right, a couple more. I skipped a few. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number 18, the world will confront a global nursing shortage. Ooh, Why did you have to bring this one yeah. on? I told you to be it's a nurse. There. Countries around the world are grappling a with a shortage of health care providers, an estimated 18 million of them over the next 10 years, about half of them nurses and midwives. I feel like we don't have a nursing shortage <laughs> in Minnesota, however. No, there's so many nurses. Or a teaching shortage. Right, oh my right. God. I think that in certain areas, yes, I'm sure that's very true. Yeah. And I could be 100% wrong, but I know some people have gone into nursing, and it's hard, hard to get jobs. And then when you get jobs, the hours are so horrible. Yeah, because right. you're bottom right. of the yeah, chain. Right. You're not even getting paid I, that much. Well, well, nurses get paid, get paid pretty well. Yeah. yeah, but not more than a doctor. Well, well no <laughs> crap. Yeah, yeah. A doctor's Hello? in school for a lot longer than a nurse. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but the nurses have to do everything. Yeah, they do. They work right. very hard. Right. All right, last one. Here it is. Number 20. We will question the value of work itself. Oh. What? Well, this, like, brings the whole thing back together. So one central idea connects the increased attention to flexi- flexible work four-day work week, mental health on the job, and other rising workplace trends. Maybe work was a fart, false idol all along. Maybe work was a fart. No. What? Uh, he said fart. Members of America's affluent class have become to make plans to retire early, while Chinese workers are starting to rebel against the 996 model, working 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. six days a week. Oof. Oh, oh I'd rebel against yeah. that. Yeah, too. right away. See you. Yeah. This generation of people is really careful about what they give at their workplace and what they give everywhere else. Uh, notes Redfin's founder. Leaders have to adapt if they hope to attract the best talent. Uh, <laughs> Kelman, this is Gary Kelman. He founded Redfin, the uh, <clears throat> real estate brokerage. Right. Kelman has mixed feelings about this shift. He rose up in the sleeping bag under your desk culture of Silicon Valley. The obsession with productivity, growth, and competitiveness spurred every new generation to prove its mettle by working all the time. It could be destructive, but it also produced results for individuals and for nations. Uh, That's the way Elon Musk started, and look yeah. at the way he is now. 
or where he is. He had a sleeping bag under his desk? He, he slept at his office because he couldn't afford to have a apartment, so he bought an office and he got a beanbag. Speaking of Elon Musk, just really quick. Speaking of Remember? who? <laughs> who? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon. Oh. Elon Musk. I just would like to make a point. I saw this on the news about how great Tesla is doing right now and how stocks are up or something. They are. Almost to 420. Who said this whole Cybertruck thing was a scandal and that it was just going to go booming after it? Me. Whoa. Right You're welcome, one. Tesla. Right here you are life. welcome. We should hire yeah, you. Yeah. I bet Elon <laughs> listens to this. Yeah. yeah, Elon, you are welcome. Yep. He would not be able to Thank you, to McLaren, this. for driving Tesla's growth. No problem. I'm ready for my free Tesla whenever. Yep. <laughs> David Dobrik's giving away a free Tesla right now. Is that why everybody yeah, has that on their Instagram? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but maybe I should. You just it. reposted on your Insta story. He's giving a free Tesla. Which one? Model three. Model three. That's the uh, twenty big ideas that will change your world in twenty twenty from LinkedIn. Woo! I thought it was fairly engaging. Yeah, there is some stuff in there ones. that's uh, the future of the the workforce and the workplace. Really, I do believe that that's going to change in a major way, mm-hmm. whether it's sales or whether it's you know the cubicles, uh, working from home. I think that is due for a complete um, a changeover. The stuff about education, that is going to be some. Do you know what the Dewey Decimal System is? Yeah, that's how they organize the library. What is that? Right. But, but I mean, that's look, at that's gone by all the wayside. Of our, all of our kids know what that no. is. But that's, like, we well, had entire classes yes. on the Dewey Decimal System. All of our system. kids know what but that what is. Yeah. But it's it's classical education, None which is what you all What, find I, what I was also no. going to say is Or put not, books back. Yeah. yeah. It's what schools, like, some schools teach that and some don't because some schools don't have libraries. Like, I feel like that's a very private school thing I, to go a, to a library a class education and, I think. Yeah. See, I know what the, like I know of the Dewey Decimal System, but libraries you just organize it by uh what do you, genre last name and then organize it by the author's last name. Yeah. What the hell does a decimal system have to I do? I could with not it? find you if they if you told yeah. me to put a book back in the library at my at <laughs> at you just go find the I genre. Would be like, I have no idea and put it in author last name. Alphabetical. What was the what was the uh, the the cards? card catalog? The card catalog. It was, to yes. see if oh my god. It was always the best when we had our study period in there. So we would take the books and we would move them around the oh. library. So, so <laughs> shame on you. When the librarian would be putting books back, there'd be a book from like the history section and like the fiction. And it was, you guys it were was so shout like, out to Gabe. When we went to the library oh, yeah. and oh. we were reading the boxcar children oh. at home and he really liked the boxcar children and <laughs> the library at his school had a display, <laughs> a, a cardboard display, <laughs> gave him up to the checkout desk so proud of himself because he was going to get this display <laughs> and the librarian starts yelling at him and, um, when it, there was another teacher in there who happens to be a friend of mine, and she goes, "No, he's serious. He's it's not, not, he's not trying to be hey, pull anything maybe, over." Maybe I wasn't. I just started young with trying to mess with their. Cause <laughs> I, I, the first we had like a crunch period, and it was our first crunch period, and that I got banned. <laughs> uh, but that's an example of I think something that, like you said, education is gonna. They're gonna have to hit the refresh button because the things. The general things that they're teaching are either instinctive already or just are non-existent anymore for yeah. a curriculum. Brannick did tell me a story similar to the, that. Uh, yes, two days ago, I think uh, he said there was a, a book at the library that he was terrified of. It was the Harold and the Terrible oh, Whatchamacallit uh, or something. Yeah, like that? it was like a series. Yeah, Harold and, and the Purple <laughs> Crayon. No, no, no. no, no. no. It was like a. It was like scary books. It'd be like. He goes to the haunted school or something. Okay. They were, oh, yeah, yeah. What is it? Harold Lagoon or something. No, no. no. It's Harold, Black Lagoon. No, it was Harold and the Pinched Whitehead. Don't, what? don't say things. What are you talking what about? Heck? What is this book called? Don't say Isn't things. Isn't it called Black Lagoon? Oompa. Oompa. I thought no, I... No, it's like Harold and the Terrible Whatchamacallit or something like that. Oh. Or, all right. Someone else look it up. All right. Uh, he would try and Sophia, look up what I'm talking about. He Hello. would try and 
Not Baby Yoda. He would try and check it out so no other kids had to be scared by it. Oh, that's so cute. He would check it out every week and bring it home and hide it so no one else would be scared by this book. It's the sweetest thing he's ever done. I thought that was so funny. Was it in the little, like, box thing in between the two shelves where they had the tiny section of horror books? It wasn't. All I'm seeing is Harold and the Purple Crayon. We didn't spend a lot of time in the new library. We had the old library. Mm. There Mm. was upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Murphy. Where? What? Where? Where the science room, where Mrs. Silverhorn's room is. That was where the library was. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, what's good old Mrs. Murphy? Yeah. Kumar? Scary stories. We had no. those in a little box in between two shelves. So you like you had to know about them if you wanted them. It was them. hard to check them out. Yeah. And you, everyone wanted them. You had to be in sixth and seventh and eighth. You couldn't you couldn't <laughs> buy those or get those. I love that. Oh. Now you have my curiosity peaked. You need to text Brannock and say, find out what it is. I can't remember it. I don't know. That's funny. You guys were no help. No, I just have another funny story that has nothing to do with any of this. But, Good love. Yeah. Uh, Haley hasn't heard it. The rest of you kids have. So the other night, my yes. back, my skin is so dry. <laughs> and <laughs> my back was super itchy. So Matt is scratching my back. And he says, and we're in the living room. And he says, just stay here a minute. Don't move. And he goes into the cupboard and comes back and like, I put some lotion on your back. So he starts to apply this lotion. I'm like, it really stings. This hurts. And go, go I'm like, and he's it. like, yes, basically, on, what's wrong with you? It. You're putting oh, lotion gosh. on for you. And I'm like, okay. And it's stinging. And I, he's done. And I go back to sit down on the couch. I'm like, this smells <laughs> so bad. And I started to say, what did you put on me? It stinks. And at, at the same time, he's saying, uh, McLaren, can you come here for a minute? And I'm like, uh-uh. I'm like, McLaren, sit down. You're not going over there. I'm going over there. So I go over. He had applied Nair. <gasps> oh, my God. All over my back. <laughs> so bad. And, I mean, my back was stinging because I have been scratching my back so much that it's got... Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, so the nair we we had to wash up. I, luckily, I don't have a hairy back, or maybe it would have right. been good. I guess <laughs> I don't know. But, um, anyway, it was just so funny because he thought it says coconut. I on just saw coconut oil lotion. Yeah, so that's what he thought it was. It was uh, the great part is uh, Finley really enjoyed the. Oh, uh, the dog stinky. was going crazy because I stunk so bad. He that the dog it. loved it. Oh, he God. was trying to get to my back. Does oh, Nair ugh. stink because it's literally burning the hair no. off of your body? No, McLaren. I don't have hair on my back. Oh, I don't know. No. That's I, disgusting. I found the book. What is the book? Harry and the Terrible What's It. Oh. I've never oh, seen yeah. it Tell before. Tell me it's not scary. Oh, yeah. Though. Oh, my God. Scary. <laughs> you would check it out so no one else would have to read yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. I get oh, it, Brandon. I'd be terrified. I remember the book. I've never seen I, this book I've in my life. I've never seen this. Harry and well, the Terrible What's It. Well, thanks to Brandon. Yeah. yeah, I've never had to see it. Harry and the Terrible What's It. McLaren, I'm getting you that for your classroom. My yeah. kids would probably love yeah. it. <laughs> my kids watch It. Yeah, I'm I walking, can't even watch that. I am walking around my classroom, and I see a clown. It's literally Pennywise. And I go, oh, what are you drawing? And they're like, Pennywise from It. And I was like, <laughs> oh, uh, no. can I take a picture of that? <laughs> they That's literally right. drew. And I'm like, did you watch that? And like, yeah, I just watched the second one. I'm like, okay. I haven't even seen it. It is a trash movie. Um, Harold, Harry and the long. Terrible What's It? When his mother, this is horrible. <laughs> When his mother goes to the cellar and doesn't return right away, Harry goes down to search for her and confronts the terrible two-headed What's-It, originally published in 1977. Wow. Okay. Why didn't Timothy have that Good for you, Brannock. Way to be brave. Now we need to get this book so we can... It's on ForgottenChildrensBooks.com. We need to give it to Brannock as a gift. Yes, Christmas. Good idea. That is a good idea. The other thing is, I cannot believe his mother didn't go marching up there and say, get rid of this book. He's traumatizing. You would hide it. She would have done everyone a service. Yeah. 
Oh. You can buy it on Amazon. <laughs> hardcover six oh two, paperback seven dollars and forty nine cents. Why is paperback Sold. more than a hardcover? I don't know. I don't know, McLaren. The weirdest <laughs> thing ever. Maybe it's used. What was the there's a nightmare in my closet. That was a good one too, wasn't it? Sure. I remember that from way back. Or creepy uh, carrots. That's the one Mike oh no, the creepy underwear. <laughs> oh yeah. What? Creepy like pair of underwear. No. That's a Doctor Seuss book. No. Yes. No, Mama. Creepy pair of under. Oh, the walking green yeah, pants is what I'm thinking pants. of. Yeah, yes. the pants yes. with yes. no one in them. The pants with no one in them. Yes. Oh, that's a scary. scary one. I love that one. Uh, that too. gives me the chills. The pants with no one in them, walking. Through your a kids field. are probably like that. They probably. Yes, would. that's a good one for you. Yeah. yeah. The the creepy pair of underwear. They love that book so darn much. That was a gift from uh, the Andersons. Yeah, they did love that. They yeah. Loved. Oh my yeah. God. I've read it like seven times. Alrighty. We got anything else, people? Uh, well, we've failed to address the elephant in the room. Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Everyone Christmas. done with their shopping? No. Yeah. no. no. I, have, no. Uh, oof, I no. really exhausted myself on my shopping. I have great gifts for everybody in this room. Great gifts. Do you resent the fact that I don't do yes. any of the Christmas shopping and yes. it's all put on you? Yes. I'm sorry for that. Why don't you just do the Christmas shopping? Very easy solution. Oh, no, it's, uh, he it's, was up. He okay. Let me tell you a little story. Why did I ask that question? Yeah, uh-huh. I'd like to take the question. So yesterday, back. I said I've got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. Yep. And he said, uh, "Let me do one I for you. It. I got you. I'm going to leave early for my appearance, and I'm going to go to this certain go store to Best Buy and take care of that for you." I'm like, "Oh, wow. Okay, that's really I nice." Knew Matthew. I went and did my little errand to pick up Gabe from his curling uh, club practice. And I come home, and lo and behold, Matt's car is still home. I'm like, well. What's he doing there? I guess that's shot because now he no longer has time to go to the store. Mm. Did you just forget? So Did you go? I thought I had time. He has but poor bit management. You know, very bad time management. But I'm probably going to do that today. Why did we you did, go after? We just had the conversation before I went to get Gabe. He forgot. In a half an hour? Yeah. I just ran out of time. So but I think I'm going to do that today. Do? Today what I'm going to do that. What did you need to do? He's going no. to get a gift. Get the a thing gift. is, okay, yeah, I know. here's the, here's the for thing. Who? It's, to get that. it's for me, and oh. Mom won't tell me the store, and I want something from Best Buy. Best Buy is a weird store, and when I said that, Mom gets super weird. Right. Best Buy oh, yeah, it's store. definitely something from I would, Best Buy. I would know. It's for sure a new phone. Like, if she went. <gasps> no, it's not. I wish it was a new phone. Because <laughs> I not. truly do need that. But. If she's like, oh, I have to get you something from, like, Target or something like that, that's a big store where I wouldn't know. But You're Best right. Buy, it's like, oh, I know what I asked for from Best Buy. What did you ask for Buy. from Best Buy? A Google Home and, like, the smart lights. Yeah, oh. see on that. Oh, I need those. I also um, the best broke the ever. light in my closet. I don't know if I told you guys that. Oh, yeah, what? I saw that. How, do, oh, my God, that was an like, expensive light. Why are you talking about that? What? Oh, just kidding. Oh, I'm like, what? It's just a light bulb. (laughs) It's a light bulb and a string. I have no idea. (laughs) I was adding fuel to the fire. But anyway, all right. Christmas is upon us. The house looks beautiful. Yes. No, I'm not talking about the current state of there's dishes in the sink. I'm talking about are we going to have to Christmas-y. cancel Christmas? Wait, 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 we're going to have to cancel Christmas. Christmas. We are going to have to cancel it if you guys don't do your part for getting ready. We've got a whole All bunch right, of people coming over. All right, and we are ending over. the podcast yeah. now. Okay. We get to entertain on Christmas Eve, so it is the party. We're going to get mimosas after this. The yes, party starts uh, now. Birthday, Christmas Eve, Christmas. Let's and get then drunk. The, the week in between when the party, and then <laughs> Meatless 2020. That's BS. We'll see. Six we'll or seven see. hours. <laughs> last about six or seven hours of midnight to seven a.m. So yes. <laughs> next week, let's all come with our New Year's resolutions. All right, oh, it has to be real, me. a real, heartfelt thought. New Year's resolution. Yeah. Yep. And we get to go to the rights. more lit. We're going to the rights on Christmas Day. Yeah. Haley's going to have us over the house. So. Yeah. Uh, you better get home and do your share of vacuuming, yep. too. Uh, no, nope, I'll stay here as long as possible. <laughs> Thank you. Find us on Facebook, uh, Table Talk with Rookie's Family. Uh, what do we got? Instagram, Table Talk with Rookie's Family. Twitter, you can just look up the Family Pod, Podcast Fam. <laughs> I found it easier now to not say look up the Family Podcast. Look up Table Talk with Rookie's Family. Just oh. look that up. It's easier to find us that way we than looking up the Family Podcast. 
Uh, and I don't. Oh, I, sauce our email in there though. Yes, I was going to say the podcast family at gmail.com. We've been getting more emails lately. They're very fun. Tell us what you want to be hearing more of as well, and who your favorite is. Pick wisely. <laughs> Me. And really? I don't know about Father Jengdal, but um, I am on Venmo. So if you can't send me a gift, you can just send it directly for my birthday hey, tomorrow. I need a new phone. Can't afford a new phone. So. Stop. Stop. Well, I would like a Gucci belt. <laughs> you guys are not charity. Or right. Gucci sneakers. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening in on our family. Yes, yes. Merry Christmas. Set the halls. Tis the season. All right. Talk to you next week. Cut the mics, Gabe. Go Fia. Go Fia. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I looked down because you freaked me out. Owen and Miles and Henry are listening. (laughs) I already faded the music out, so be quiet.